Hi, I'm Peter Heine-Nilsen. I am running for FIDE Deputy President, and I'm joined today by Grandmasters Jan Gustafsson and Laurent Fessinet. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. Uh, hi, Jan and Peter. I'm good. Uh, it's just uh, in- incredibly hot here in Paris. It's 40 degrees, so I was complaining to you before the show. I'm planning to complain during the show and uh, again after the show because this is what I what I do. So yeah, life is a bit uh, hot these days. Such a pity it's not a video podcast. If people could see you wearing only your oversized t- t-shirt and nothing else, like uh, we would finally <laughs> make it big in the world. <laughs> But I don't understand. You say it's hot, but I, I have seen your studio. It's completely detached from the rest of the world. Does the hotness actually make yeah, it into this room? Yeah, it well? made it uh, just uh. everywhere. Yeah, I tried to open the window. I mean, like, okay, I tried to close open. Uh, I mean, nothing, nothing really works, yeah. So, yeah, it's way, way, way too hot. And in Paris, you know, it's very, uh, when, when it becomes hot, I mean, it's just a very, very unpleasant feeling. So, yeah. How is it in Hamburg? Go to India soon. Yeah, it will be even better, yeah? But at least in India, you have this, uh, this claim, yeah? I mean, like, uh, here we are not used to that. So, I mean, in my, in my place, I don't have anything to, to get uh, fresher. Doesn't get hot in summer in Paris? Well, sometimes, but not to that extent, actually. Hmm. It's very, very new. Ugh, How climate it, change. How is Hamburg? I think it's warm. Like I don't go outside him in my basement, so I'm not sure. But I've I read on the internet 39 degrees. But here it's nice and fresh. I see. Okay. Well then, I can say that in, here in Vilnius, Lithuania, no, it's just a normal average, decent summer. It might touch 30 in the weekend, but that's max. So maybe we are lucky or unlucky, depending on your perspective. But. Um, I don't sit in a basement. I have a beautiful view over the city and such. So all good here. Um, but you look fresher, Jan. Uh, somehow you've recovered, it seems to me. Or you just have coffee. Um, I don't know. I woke up uh, 15 minutes ago, got coffee, and I've been able to share your company ever since. But yeah, I, I no longer test positive for, for COVID. So that's the good news. Still sleepy. But I can't tell if it's just general sleepiness or COVID effects. It's very hard to tell the difference. Yeah, or maybe you are missing uh, the, the stories, uh, the luggage stories from uh, from Peter, which normally never starts the show. No, it has yeah. finished. I got it back. What do you What do you want me to say? I mean, do you sue them? No, I will travel again soon. Maybe I can lose oh. it again. Where are you going? Are you going to India. It's still unclear, but uh, I'm working on it. But, uh, well, I'm trying to fill in an e-visa, at least, so I have the option. So uh, I genuinely think that it would be reasonable to go there. If you run for something, you have to do it properly. Ooh. So, um, you know, that's uh, I'm trying to be transparent and, and, and honest. So so let's see. But, so uh, how's the I e-visa mean, filling in going? You, you need help? I do feel a bit help, but, uh, well, you're actually very convenient if you help. I cannot figure out how to pay. If there's any chance you could help me up, go PayPal. ahead. But, uh, I pay oh, with PayPal. Well, yeah, beautiful. I, I, I tried to do that, but somehow um, that didn't really work for me. And uh, now, 
I mean, when I try to log in, they say that, uh, well, you can only try and pay again in 10 minutes. But I had an important appointment with, with you guys. So somehow it's uh, it's a bit of a limbo there. I don't know how to Let's deal do it. Let's do it live on air. Now 10 minutes have passed. Go back there. Try to pay. Yeah, them. no, <laughs> that is true. But uh, uh, yeah, that's a good point. But uh, no, I'm, I'm trying to get to that. I don't have a flight ticket yet, but I think one step at a time. For so transparency's sake, to... are you using the money from the GoFundMe for the PayPal and the no. flight ticket? Uh, I'm afraid not. No, no you own money. Uh, why not? But it was not... for travel expenses. No. It is, but uh, I don't think that my travel expenses are uh, priority number one. So so far, it's uh, it's a uh, well, my my own investment. Your uh, own investment. But, uh, well, you're well. You can uh, run to the GoFundMe page and uh, pay if you prefer. But, uh, I think uh, we we've paid enough with this non-stop advertising <laughs> for your campaign. I don't see it like that. I see it more as brutal questioning. Uh, but uh, well. Well, I thought we would get to the campaign segment. Are you later. going to Zagreb? It seems like I'm losing. No, but uh, that I, I mean, that I shouldn't tell you. Also, I mean, you also one of Magnus's seconds. I think my sort of private work for Magnus has to be kept a secret, not to. Yeah, but you, you would be seen or not seen in Zagreb. I mean, like a French spice. So. That that is true. No, I'm not. I'm not going to go to okay. to Zagreb. So that's uh, that's fair enough. But. Uh, I have been in touch with Magnus, uh, and we have a plan, or morally, he has a plan. <laughs> so let's let, let, <laughs> let's see. He has a plan to play fast and stop, good stop. and uh, win. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, the usual. Yeah. The usual. Okay. Yeah, that's normally that's my kind of coaching. Just do what you normally do. It's six to one. <laughs> so that's uh, yeah. That's that's. What's good. what's in Zagreb? Um, it's Grand Chess Tour. Yeah. I think so, yes. You're supposed and, uh, to be commentating every day, Jan. I will join you for one day replacing. Oof, that will be half. I mean, like, big pressure on me. I will be replacing one day Lawrence Trent, who has a busy life and cannot cannot make it every day. So I was asked to, to replace him one day, and I thought, okay, let's have some good time There's with also, Jan. Also, Leroy is spreading lies, because I said, of course, when asked... By far my favorite would be Mr. Fresinet. So someone reached out to Mr. Fresinet. Mr. Fresinet said, very busy, hot in Paris, playing <laughs> Olympian soon. Maybe one day I can do. And now he's acting like he heroically stepped in for a day to replace Lawrence. Actually, that's true. I see that. I, I didn't know you were that well informed. I mean, like, uh, I, I thought I couldn't make up anything uh, to make me look good. But actually, yeah, this is more tricky than that. Okay. I get daily reports on your availability. Yeah. <laughs> is it too difficult for you, Jan, to deal with commentators who doesn't have the same name? At some point, I remember that you were doing commentary with Swidler and Leko in turns, and now you take Lawrence and Laurent. I mean, is this just sort of uh, to keep it simple? I switched from, from Peters to Lawrence. But I need yeah, a third basically. one, because Mr. Fresinet is very busy, very busy, preparing for the Olympian. Yeah. Well, let's uh, just to Google... Who is the highest rated of, of, with that name? Anyway, uh, it's me who's in charge of the episode, and I think somehow we got a bit stuck here. So we're going to move on to the Carlson Chess Tour, I think. Yeah, CCT. I think it's called Champions Chess Tour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Champions Chess Tour. <laughs> Sorry, that yeah. was amazing. Uh, actually, my 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 bad. Uh, so that's a... so I gave away my own, my own code. The Carlson, the Champions Chess uh, Tour without uh, Carlson, actually. I mean, this time, I mean, he's playing most of the events. He's leading, I guess, the two. It's more or less the first time he didn't yeah, play. Yeah, it was, was the first time he didn't play. And, 
Well, I, 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 to be honest, I didn't follow much, but uh, yeah, Aonian. I started pre I started preparing for the opponents, and at some point I realized Magnus wasn't there. Then somehow I thought, okay, I'll, I will continue having a break. But um, I don't know what the story was. Um, well, we can talk about Giri if you feel like it. Gielos in quarterfinals, right? No. He lost the quarterfinals to Duda, yeah. I think in, uh, in the, he started with two draws. Then uh, Giri declined a, a draw by repetition and lost and basically went out. So. No, I think the, the, main, the main thing is that uh, Sevian won the preliminaries and all these young guys, which we don't see very often in top tournaments, or almost never, they did, uh, they did very well. Uh, there are so many of them. Uh, by now, we will we'll then uh, talk about Gukesh, but now I'm Eric Eze, uh Sevian. Right, Peter? Why are you laughing? Uh, I'm wondering, do you know who won the event? Yeah, but <laughs> I mean... It is fun to uh, <laughs> see Laurent try to make something up with what he remembers from the lineup. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, Sevian no, wants the preliminaries. He wants the qualifier. That is... <laughs> It is okay, true. thank you. Aonian won the event, but I mean, the, the, the main thing was yeah, that. Good, good. I mean, did you expect Sevian to win the, the, the qualifier? No, it was quite I did not. Impressive. I did not. I, he was not even my I mean, favorite. I, I, I didn't even know he was playing. Play. I mean, like, uh, I didn't even notice when I, I saw the list. I mean, like, that was a surprise to me, but. Did Jeffrey I, I agree. Qualify? Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's have a look. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Sevian Egezi Xion qualified. Okay, that was kind of uh, uh, small surprise. And Vei, okay, Vei is good now. I mean, we cannot call Vei a surprise now. There for a long time. So and pretty good at Rapid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, but he has been doing quite well in these online events. I thought. Uh, I mean, some point he dropped a bit on the let's say. I don't know how it's called, Chinese power rankings or something like that. But, uh, I mean, he had a couple of good results in the CPR. Events, and uh, and uh, Rajabov withdrew, right? Because of COVID. As far as I understood. Mm -hmm. Not I sure saw if he withdrew. I didn't... official reason, but yeah, he did withdraw with half of the forest. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. So... No, and I thought Aronian was... Uh, no, he was good when it, it it mattered. It's also... Well, you mentioned the young guys doing well, and I think they have done that in some earlier prelim preliminaries uh, as well. But uh, still, it seems in the end that it's the old guys who, who sort of uh, manages, right? I remember Ding managed actually to beat uh, Pratnananda, uh, if I recall correctly. Uh, and uh, this time it was Aronian who managed to, to, to prevail. So I thought generally Aronian was quite impressive. I mean... I, I have a question. Uh, like, Grandchester is coming up uh, very soon, so it's a rapid tournament plus a bliss tournament. Which, which one of the two, I mean, which format is, is the most exciting? Is it Championship Tour or maybe is this Grandchester Tour because people are playing live? I mean, does it matter that much, actually? I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure, actually. I just, uh, what matters is the name of the players or. What does what 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 you guys think about that? I think it mainly matters that Magnus plays, and in this Grand Chess Tour now you have Magnus, and you also have Nepomneshi and Ali Reza, who used to be a big chess star before the candidate. Like that's uh, 
that's gonna be be a fun event, no? In Rapid and Blitz. Other than that, as a commentator slash spectator, to me it's both fun. You can see the players sitting at home and shaking their heads and so on. It also also has some some entertainment value. <laughs> I don't know why. For me, somehow over the board events. I care a bit more about. Maybe it's just because I think they take more effort of the players. They actually have to transport themselves somewhere and such, while the other thing you don't. But uh, maybe it's a weird argument. We're just not getting used to it in a way. But somehow, well, sometimes you have the feeling if you play from home, it doesn't it has the exact same of level of seriousness. But um, I could be wrong. Um, but that's just a, a general feeling. I mean, well. Compare the online Olympiad to the upcoming Olympiad, it's not the same as I see it. Um, of course, maybe that's a, that's a very bad example. I'm not really sharp today um, either. All right. Yeah, it seems like a slow episode, but, uh, well, we're not getting much traction there. We can yeah. move on we to... Are, we are getting there. Don't worry, Peter. Don't worry. We are getting there. Don't worry. We are just... We will, we will fight <laughs> Russian influence. <laughs> <laughs> we are getting close to, to yeah. it. No, no, no hurry. I don't have much either. It's a, it's a, it's a slow chess week actually, right? But it's Olympi- Olympiad is coming up, and uh, I mean, who is, uh, who is playing? Bill is happening, right? Um, I can't follow Bill. I, th- I, I'm trying. I can't figure out if they play classical or blitz or rapid. I think they started with, I don't even know. With some blitz, I think. rapid. Then they played classical. Then blitz. Then back to classical. I can't keep track. I can't do it. No, that was also some nine sixty, right? I don't know. I think it was no. It was a special tournament. So. It's nine sixteen, but yeah, okay, I don't okay. know. Well, if, I mean, I follow it mainly on Twitter, and uh, I think the first day I thought that Gukesh was the youngest uh, to cross twenty seven hundred. Then at some point he was the third youngest, and then I think Magnus corrected him to being the fourth youngest. So, so who are the youngest ever to cross 2700? Magnus, Wei Yi, Giri? So, uh, no? <laughs> Kayakin, maybe? Uh, isn't Kayakin normally there? I mean. I don't know. Well, I think Magnus tweeted that uh, he crossed 2700 live. Uh, earlier than Gukesh did, um, and that was in uh, in a, in the Amsterdam NH tournament uh, where I was his second. Wow. Um, and uh, despite, well, it's the only time someone has tried to sell me drugs, so uh, that I recall. Just just outside the hotel, standing with Magnus, I was actually offered something. Well, I declined. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's a surprising end. So no, no, this was uh, there was there was just a hotel in the complete middle of, uh, I mean, of Amsterdam. Incredibly nice event and such. I don't know why I decided to mention that. It's interesting. Oh, it's the only time. Like I've been offered drugs so many times. Yeah, we are in different uh, circles. No, I don't know. Like, no, actually, we're not. We're in the exactly, same circle. Yeah. yeah. Like, but yeah. just no, in but Thailand I mean, nightlife alone, like in a, in a month in Thailand, if you go out every night partying, you have no idea like how many trucks you're being offered, even though it's forbidden. I, I never, I never had any any offer in Thailand. Ah, I'm just trying. Oh, uh, in uh, Paris. No, in Paris you get. Never you get, in Paris. You, nah, you get, you get regularly. I mean, like if you street during the, I mean, if you walk the, in the street during the night, which nev- almost never happened to me, but. Uh, when it happens, uh, then yeah, you, you get some some deals offer. 
uh-huh. which I obviously uh, uh, decline as uh, as Peter. Yeah, yeah. No, that I recall. Um, but it was a bit strange that, uh, well, I thought there would be a certainty about who was the youngest uh, players to cross 2700, but there seemed to be a bit of detective work going on there. But I think at the moment, Gukovic is down to four, Ooh, which doesn't mean that he's not uh, exactly talented. He seems to be incredibly talented. Yeah, actually, I heard a lot of good things about him, and I was reading a lot of really uh, good stuff. So maybe he's, uh, him and Hegezi seems... Uh, they seem to have the greatest uh, praise uh, from all the, the Indians. So, and they are both on the second team, right? In, uh, yeah, actually, the second team is really scary. I mean, like, uh, no, Eric, I think second team is gonna. Yes, yeah, it's a mistake. Actually, I think it, they made a mistake because they in India one and India two they made a mix uh, of uh, uh, young young players and old players. While uh, you you make a team with only youngsters. That would be very scary. I mean, like a team with Gukesh, Egezi, uh, Sarin, uh, Mendonca, and another guy. I mean, you see all these uh, small guys. I mean, like uh, coming to the game. I mean, that I wouldn't. I wouldn't like it. The disrespect thrown at Pragnananda. Pragnananda, sorry, his name. Uh, I forgot. But, but yeah, all all the kids plus Vishy. That would have been the dream team. But what can you do? Yeah. That's a pity. I would have done that, actually. Not just for, I mean, like... No, but they did it in the Moscow Olympiad in 1994. Yeah. Well, Kramnik played for the first team that won, but the second team was like a junior team in a sort of Morosevic, Rublevsky, Shvagensev. I forgot the two others. Uh, of course, I'm, again, accidentally I stumble into a history where I actually won against Rublevsky, but that's a different story. But... Uh, I think that Rolievsky had a ridiculously good score against me, so my guess is that the, the lineup was specifically giving him the black pieces against me. But uh, for a change, it didn't work. Queen's Gambit accepted? No. Was my, I was that young. I beat him in a shivering in Sicilian with the white pieces. Uh, yeah, who would have thought? Actually, I made a night combination that I somehow pinned his pieces on my back rank and won a piece in a, in a complicated... Not complicated, but unusual <laughs> matter. This one... Still, still great wow. memories for me. Um, but yeah, that is. Uh, well, that was 1994. In 2010. Obviously. Russia also had a junior team as a second team. I also, I also actually, I beat Rublevsky in one Olympia in 2006. And the funny part that I mean, not really funny for him, that it was his last game for Russia. I mean, then he was. <laughs> I mean, like he lost to me like round eight, and it was his last game ever in uh, for a Russian team in the Olympiad or European Championships. So that was. Kind of, it's okay. You you lost to France. It's it's too much. Uh, you you're fired. Uh, you're like Shankland, right? You just retire players. By yeah. Then, no? <laughs> he didn't he beat uh, Kramling and Polgar or something uh-huh. like this? Or? I thought so. Yeah. I, I said yeah. next to Graf once when he beat Rublevsky in an Olympiad. That's as close as yeah. I can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But Graf was kind of character to play with, right? He was incredibly confident, yeah. is my impression. He, he was good when he, yeah, he was the, good. That's the a, scene first. He was incredibly confident, yeah. played openings from the 1960s, but just beat everybody. Like, it was very yeah, yeah, no, I remember that he was uh, having some incredible streak at some point with a somewhat peculiar but not wrong chess understanding, right? I mean, uh, 
it felt uh, just different. Yeah, than, a different than sort of... At some point, I was playing in the national team. I, my opponent played the Scotch, and at that time, I played d4, e takes d, knight d4, bishop c5, bishop e3, queen f6, c3, knight g e7. And he told me, but why play this bishop c5? You can just play g6, get a game. Yeah, okay, but <laughs> it <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh, didn't make sense to him to play this bishop c5, queen f6 theory stuff. No. Which, yeah, you know, you just a different. Why time. would you play a good move when you can just outplay them with something yeah, else? Yeah. yeah, no. No, I remember some interesting interviews and such, and uh, he had extremely good results at some point, right? But then somehow it deteriorated a bit. Um, it's, it's age, so. happened to all of us, except for Laurent. Ah, come on, you're mocking my, my, my poor, uh, my poor. You'll Asian. be back. You're back, in, you're back on the team in, in France, in the French national team. You're the only one. I don't believe, I don't believe in it. I know it makes you happy to, to bring, to bring up the topic. Very. But I, I'm, I'm like a part of me, a small part, of, a smaller and smaller part of me still believe in it, of course. But, uh, yeah, no, my, my, no. But when you won Olympic gold, you were not uh, also. Was a bit of a surprise, no, or I you won like peak individual of your career? Olympic gold. Yeah, I understand. It, it was 2016. I was more in. I mean, like I was still close to 2700. So, I mean, and the year before I was actually 2700. So I lost some. I mean, like 2690 or something. I mean, it was not really a big, big surprise. I would say. Uh, because I was, I was, I was actually on the lineup. I was bought for just to. I mean, it was a trick, yeah. That's uh, I, I so would you, score. you replaced Feller to make a heavy <laughs> score on board four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> with even better moves. Gold, no? like... <laughs> with with better with better uh, moves on the computer. That was amazing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the captain in 2016? Oshar was back. Um... No, I don't know who was the captain. Maze was playing. So No, no, Maze was playing because uh, I don't know who who didn't want to come and he was playing better than now. Uh, Libizeski was the captain. Oh, Libby. I was. He was moving around and walking a lot around the table, so I don't know. Of course, sometimes he <laughs> would stand behind a particular table for a couple of seconds and then you would make your move. And he, he, would, he would go for a smoking break, come back to a new position. I have to admit that the France got me fooled in 2010. I didn't think you were cheating. I mean, like, I, I mean, I was not cheating. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, like, you can check my piece. Do like Kamnik. I mean, it's what Kamnik told me. Like, actually, yeah, we were done. Uh, maybe I keep the story for later. Or I do it now. I will do it now. Like after this 2010 episode. Where, where, where we should maybe mention the episode. I'm not sure. Or where Feller, yeah, Feller, I mean, was playing for the French national team and actually got uh, caught cheating later with some. The phone got, uh, I mean, some SMS were sent and so on. So he got convicted and actually uh, he got a three years ban, which Peter thinks it's not enough. We should have been. No, I my opinion is different. I think that. Uh, a player on the France team was cheating, uh, collaborating with the team captain on France and having SMSs sent from the French Chess Federation office. I think you can make a case for that the team should be banned. It, 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 was, not, it was not sent from the Chess Federation office. Actually, it was the vice president where the company, she was, uh, she was uh, I, I, I mean, she, she had an, as an employee, Marzolo, 
with uh, IM, and he was sending from the phone of her company, but that had nothing to do uh, with the French Federation. So that's so, how she found out. Actually, she found out as a, as a, as a boss of the company, but she was also uh, f- uh, French vice president, French Federation uh, vice president. It's what I mean. Like it could happen to have both. Uh, I mean, like both both jobs. Uh, let's say uh, Peter, uh, you, you you could be in a few weeks. FIDE deputy president and coach of the world champion. So, I mean. How did they do the cheating? So, Feller's playing. We know he prepared very heavily because we got reports that he prepared for like five hours yeah. before every game. Then he sits there at the board. Does he play the opening by himself? Or yeah, he, play, he plays the then? opening by himself, most likely 10, 15 moves. Because I was I actually, I, will, I mean, I mean, I'm hundred percent sure he was preparing because I was talking to him, like, uh, I mean, like, what you doing during a team dinner or something, and then you start talking about chess openings, and it was clear that he was he knew, I mean, he, he was preparing. I mean, that was not uh, a bullshit. And then uh, I think, I mean, like, no, I mean, I'm sure Marzolo was sending SMS to to Osha. Was so Oshan, the team captain, he's in the playing hall and he's, he was allowed to have a phone or he smuggled it in? Yeah, I think it was it was allowed for captains still at that time, 2010. Ah, okay, maybe. Yeah, it was allowed for captains, which was, of course, a shame. So uh, and I was a captain there. I don't think I was allowed to bring a phone. But I was normally drunk, so I don't remember all the details. I thought you had to go outside. But yeah, yeah. yeah, but then anyway, he was taking his phone and uh, he had his phone. I mean, I saw him with his phone. And, uh, I mean, but I didn't know he was, uh, of course. Uh, uh, and then he was giving the moves to Feller. So th- then there's many, uh, uh, many guesses, but I, I guess he was doing this. It's very convenient, this Olympian match. So because he would stand behind uh, yeah. a board. Yeah, it's one, two, yeah. three, four. If you stand on one side, then five, six, seven, eight on the other side. Yeah, but how do you guess the piece, or did Fella have to guess the piece? Because no, you just you, you, no, you just guess the, the square. I mean, like the square where it should go. I mean, if I if I if I tell you like uh, C four, I mean, like if I if I show you C four, you will probably understand which move you have to play. Yeah, it's only one. Little no, but you can just do square. full notation, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, G one F three. It should no, be but you just do the landing oh, square. I mean, you 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 don't need to yeah. to to do anything else. And I actually, Osha was saying. Uh, Always uh, behind people. I mean, at some point, I even asked him during the tournament, like, I mean, stop, uh, stop, be- stop, yeah, stop being so close to me uh, because I, uh, <laughs> you know, I think you are going to, to. But he, he kept on doing it. That was very weird. And then, and then at the end of the, so they had some suspicion, and the guy was winning, of course, a lot of games. And then the last round, which was, I mean, we could still take a medal, and uh, <laughs> Osha decided to bench. Uh, uh, Feller, which was uh, which was a bit weird, and securing as well as a gold medal of Feller, it was five thousand euros at, at that time. So, I mean, so Shah so. got a cut of these five thousand euros, or what was his motivation? I don't. Know. I, don't know. I I got zero actually for my two thousand sixteen uh, medal. I uh, know they changed, they changed it. Yeah, it, so yeah. it was only this year. But I think actually they gave the money to I forgot which Polish player who who got the medal. So maybe it was Bartel. Uh, I forgot, but uh, and I'm pretty sure that fella had to pay it so, back as well. So we, so we played the oh. same team, MVL, myself, and actually at that time, Osha was also the coach of MVL, so he had to, he just uh, fired him immediately. 
And, you know, it was a bit this uh, small period where, you know, he felt like cheating, they didn't see anything, maybe they do as well, and so on. And then, I, so I was supposed to play Vikanze, so I went to Vikanze, and this is my, my story. Uh, like, so I met uh, Kamnik, and he said, like, uh, you know, Laurent, don't worry, uh, I checked your games, uh, you play so badly, uh, you are completely out of suspicion. And uh, <laughs> that was the way he told me that... Okay, it's for uh, for sure. I mean, like uh, checking my games. I mean, like made made him uh, made him uh, much uh, not not suspicious at all about me. That was nice. That is nice. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. He was friendly too. No, this was quite a quite a quite a story. I remember. But for the French so, team, there were no repercussions, right? You weren't banned, or your no, you, you were even. I mean, like I agree that. I mean, like I was one of the of the few to to ask that we should be uh, disqualified for this. I mean, we are still uh, appearing in the final ranking of Continents 2010, which is a shame. We finished tenth or something. I think we should be disqualified. I mean, a small ban would have been actually fine. Well, I think I remember that. Uh, well, I thought the team captain being involved is a somewhat uh, aggravating thing, but. Well, now that we're actually on air, and I have to be serious, the French Chess Federation did cooperate a lot to get it uh, investigated. So you can say that uh, they were doing their, their best. So maybe actually banning the the, the team for a, a season would have would have been too much. But uh, oh, it was a strange situation uh, at that time. I think also that made the influence of the rules uh, sort of uh, that that their things are, are checked as strictly as they are now. Right? I think. Uh, in a later year, it even became too much. I remember Nigel Short was pretty upset that he was, uh, he was actually, his body was searched at some some event, and he was arguing that he didn't have much time left. Uh, I, I'm not sure. No, and that's, yeah, uh, they were check players going back from the yeah. toilet with his metal detectors. That was maybe a bit much, because yeah. it's not usually the way to cheat. And actually, maybe we didn't get banned because uh, we finished 10th at the end. It was good, because after nine rounds, we was, of course, I mean, like, Fela was... <laughs> was basically winning every game and very quickly. So we were just, I mean, then you start playing more, more solid. I mean, like, I mean, at some point we won like three matches, uh, three matches in all because he was winning and everyone was making draws. So. Well, but one thing is your own result, but you could also have messed it up for some other teams. Right? No, we I mean, did. Fella, we definitely did. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so we, we, we had this match yeah. against Ukraine, actually, I remember, on 10, where uh, actually Feller took a draw. Okay, we lost three and a half, I think. So that that was good, uh, actually. I mean, with hindsight, because we would win that match. Let's say Fela wins and we make draw, we would be probably Olympic champion, which would have been, I mean, like big, big problem, actually. Leroy has a story about uh, being almost Olympic champion in every episode, like <laughs> with a ten year ten year difference. Like there's been so many chances over the years. But back to back yeah, to Feller, I do recall back then, I don't know the exact timeline, but there were mumblings about him cheating, I think even before the Olympiad. Yeah, in Bill. French tournament and in Barcelona or Bill, yeah. Yeah, in Bill. There was something. Well, there was also U European Championship. We were both involved. Yeah. And there, I think Vallejo was trying was to later. gather signatures. That was maybe later. That yeah. was later. Was after people knew he was cheating and he was still allowed to play for everyone. I, do, I, I don't think he cheated in, in the Open. But, yeah. But it didn't matter. It was impossible to play. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, no, but in Bill and Paris Open, actually, people uh, yeah. started to suspect him, which I didn't know at all. 
to to be honest. And um, then it only came later, but it's always the same, yeah. Where you have some suspicion, it's very very very, very difficult, yeah. I mean to yeah. yeah. No, it messes up everything. I remember in the European Championship, I complained that Fellas win gave me a difficult pairing and, and Gusti was trying to explain to me maybe I wasn't the, the main victim of the scam, which is, of course, was a reasonable point uh, of you. Oh, uh, yeah, you what had some complaint uh, about the the tiebreak system or something. No, there was some, some <laughs> no, no, that was that was later. I had an extremely good complaint. I mean, uh, well, that was about well, they, about uh, performance rating. Uh, but that that I can do a separate, I mean... I had like a six-page um, protest. Uh, the ECU uh, didn't take it, but uh, actually the, my bodies in feet thought that uh, we were so much right and there was so much wrong that they gave me a, a, a wild card for the 2011 World Cup. Wow, but, uh, already 12 years see, ago you were using political leverage to get stuff. Uh, I think 11, but uh, yeah, that is true. But no, I got a wild card simply because I, was, I think they... Well, someone, I think someone, maybe Kasim was telling me, well... I mean, these feeder guys, they also care a bit about uh, justice and such. They actually have some able to, to calculate. But um, it was a very strange system. But the idea was that uh, it's performance rating. And what they wanted to sort of take away, the, the game against the highest rated player and the lowest rated player. And that makes sense when you calculate average rating. But they also kicked, took away the result. So everything depended if you have won or lost mm. against these guys. And uh, well, that, that was completely... I mean, well, basically, I made an example that Parligras, had he resigned without playing in the last round, he would have qualified. But he actually chose to play instead, and then he, he didn't. And uh, that was some completely uh, bad things. But I think uh, well, this, this uh, program shouldn't be about me criticizing feed. So no. I think we yeah, want. this will come All later. All right, let's move on. Speaking of criticizing, yeah. did you guys hear that Hikaru Nakamura himself criticized our predictions uh, for the candidates tournament? I heard it was 17 minutes, so I didn't listen to it. But I think we can take a guess. Probably he thought that we underestimated him. <laughs> I don't know. Did we? No, maybe he I thought that we we, 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 did, we did underestimate Nepo. Which we yeah, that that's more fair. Um, although, first of all, I think it's better to maybe criticize predictions when they're being made, yeah. not when the event is over, because then you have somewhat more <laughs> information, no? And secondly, of course, the most outrageous thing was uh, Laurent massively overrating Ali Reza, but that was also because he's French. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have to listen. I mean, like, I only, uh, actually, I should have seen it because our producer is uh, very professional and sending us uh, the, the summary of what we are going to talk about, but I didn't read it since... Uh, but I, I put that in. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay, so I have, to, I have to listen to Naka and see if it's fair. But yeah, of course, I mean, I fully agree with you, Jan. I mean, after the tournament, it's always, it's always slightly easier. Easier, yeah, that's tough. I don't know. I mean, for instance, at the World Championship match, I mean, Magnus, he didn't speak out against the predictions before. But after what he says, okay, that uh, he thought it was somewhat insulting to say it was a 60-40 match, right? I mean... There is some reason that you don't take these fights before because you actually have to focus. Uh, so, I mean, I think if Naka complains about uh, either underestimating Nepom or underestimating himself, 
It's fair enough. And, uh, no, actually, I mean, like, uh, uh, back home was much more convincing because he just mocked my predictions, uh, took a bet, then took my money. I mean, like, <laughs> that was very, I mean, like, that was from, <laughs> from start to finish. I mean, I mean, like, super convincing. I mean, like, straight, you know, like, E4, mate, you know, like, okay, uh, no, no chance. And, uh, yeah, you, you're an idiot. I'm taking your money. And, <laughs> and that's it, yeah. No, it's true. He, he treats you like you're yeah. No, I mean, together, like, right? okay, I have no clue about what I'm, <laughs> I'm talking. Yeah, yeah. No, no but no, at some point no. he even told me like, okay, but you are, you are working for too long for Magnus. You don't realize how how real life is. You know, like I mean, like because Magnus is so good that okay, like uh, we don't, we don't get how how it is in in normal uh, chess events. You know, like. I think at some point I was beating you in bets, and we had to guess Magnus's first move. But I just trusted to let you choose between two options and pick the wrong one. And I think I was up. You are giving a, you are giving away some of our uh, prep secrets. Yeah, huh? yeah. Well, I don't know what the, I don't know what the secret is that uh, we don't know what Max <laughs> plays. I think that's yeah, it's enough. a bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll be fine. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe they will find another reason as well. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't. He might actually listen to our show. I don't think I don't so. Think so. I really doubt it. Let's see. Okay. All right. Okay, so but are we are going to apologize to Nakamura no. or not really? Apologize for what? No. For no. making predictions? No, no, no. Or, uh, well, for being incompetent and making predictions. Or maybe, but also, I, I mean, this idea that you make predictions and if they are wrong, I mean, it's like criticizing Ali Reza. We said that he, or Laurent said that he had 30% chance of winning. I mean, then some of the 70 other percent yeah. came out. It's not like exactly. that is shocking, right? Exactly. I mean, okay, Nakamura predicted 15 years ago that he, that he will be world champion. I mean, it didn't happen. I mean, like, okay, many, 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 many people are predicting many things, you know, like. Uh, was a bit of a bit of a low shot. In my I opinion. mean, like, okay, uh, people okay. are saying things. You are making predictions. Uh, sometimes it happens, sometimes not. Uh, also, I think my predictions about Nakamura were pretty Good. Like, uh, I think we agreed he's a strong player. Yeah. And, yeah, might have some issues with black against the very best, which is exactly what happened as well. Like, um, then for the final score, like, yeah, okay, Fabi scoring one and a half out of seven in the second half, I think, was tough to see coming. Ali Reza, you could, I guess, have a debate if just yeah. the whole chess world was uh, enamored by this run and overestimated him a bit. But it's also tough to strongly bet against the world number two, who's 19 years old, right? Yeah, of I mean, course. Like, yeah. yeah, I think Magnus ne mentioned that, of course, uh, Nepom was criminally underestimated by everyone. But uh, yeah, well, it could be. But also, a lot of people mentioned that after he won the event, had Hikaru had yeah, Hikaru yeah. beaten him in that Petrov, like we might have seen what happened yeah. to Nepom Nishi in other tournaments as well, right? I mean, that's mm -hmm. pretty much yeah, yeah. the point. People make that. Could have played as well. Could start yeah, as game. Things go wrong. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's yeah, we always much we closer than weasel out of that. The Pomnishi crashed the event and surprised everybody, and that was very impressive. Yeah. 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 yeah to say it was down to one game yeah, is yeah, a bit exactly. of a stretch. Yeah. One by that margin. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, the next note says Dortmund. Dortmund. Yeah. My boy Kramnik had to withdraw. He also had COVID. I hope it will be mild for him and he'll recover soon. Now to my complaint. Kollars, German national team player Kollars, who was supposed to play in the regular tournament, 
get some practice in some nice classical games. He had to replace Kremnik for this, whatever they're doing, non-castle, chess, 960. Um, last minute. So he prepared for the classical, <laughs> and then he has to jump into this, okay, you can't castle, but you play these exhibition games. And he was replaced by Erwin Lamy. Why not replace Kremnik by Erwin Lamy directly? I don't get it. Ah, okay. That's uh... Because I saw some weird game yesterday between Adams and Friedman, and I think they were... So you didn't know you didn't you didn't notice that they had rules. Yeah, so it's a four 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 uh, four players tournament. Yeah, how does that work? It's Anand, Collars, Adams, and Friedman. Ah, I get it. Okay, yeah, no, of course I understood quite quickly. I mean, when uh, in a Berlin, uh, Friedman played King F8 and uh, uh, Mickey played King E2. I mean, I thought okay. Black doesn't castle in the Berlin something. I yeah, I mean, like uh, King F8, King E2 was a weird sequence, you know, with Bishop takes C6, BC6, you know, and this pawn structure. I mean, that was a bit. Uh, uh, then I, 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 I thought the opening was weird, and then I saw King F8, King E2, and I understood um, what was going on. To be, to be, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I haven't looked at these games, but of course, when this non-castling came out, I was paying quite some attention to it. I mean, uh, well, it's pretty simple. You just, uh, well, you take uh, your computer engine and then you, well, uh, play, let's say, knight f3, knight f6, rook g1, rook g8, and you do that on the both sides and you put the pieces back. So basically, you have prevented castling from both sides and you can start analyzing it. And it's quite interesting. Um, and... Uh, well, also there was this uh, Alpha Zero article about it, which some pretty interesting games. Uh, I mean, actually, I, well, well, what similar. you said is wrong. I mean, like knight f3, knight f6, rook g1, rook g8, rook h1, rook h8 is not. Yeah, well, not yet there. No, of course you play knight uh, g1. And knight knight three, rook b1, rook a1. Yeah, yeah, it's what you do, eh? When you start of analyzing that. That, that. No, no. You start doing like this, and then you can uh, start okay. analyzing with the engines to see how it thinks yeah. about uh, that. And that's no, I thought it was quite quite interesting. For some reason, I think Queen's Gambit exact. They played in some of these games, but it was also typical. They suddenly they will go King E two, Rook E one, King F one, and such. And you start to realize how important castling is. I think at some point I started analyzing well the starting position, but let's say White cannot castle and Black can castle. I think I was wondering if Black is winning, but I'm not completely sure if I remember correctly. But I don't know what you guys do in your spare time. Hmm. Yeah, no, no we don't. Sounds do like a fun activity, but what I don't like is that you play this non-castle stuff. Before the yeah. Olympiad, before a serious tournament, must mess mm -hmm. with your thinking a little bit, no? Like... To an extent, yes. But it might also be a nice, uh, you know, well, it keeps you fresh rather than having to re rehearse theory in a way. I don't think it's that uh, bad. I also. want them to rehearse theory. <laughs> yeah, that is true. The Bundes trainer only wants some uh, opening clash and... Uh... <laughs> To, to kill. <laughs> At least he gets to save all his prep for Dortmund for the event now, right? And yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that, that is a good good thing. But uh, you may be right. You should remind him that castling is legal. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, but also, I get your point that this sort of, this gradual change that they all move, uh, I mean, Collars move one spot to the side and Lamy comes in rather than just uh, the, the straight swap. Uh, I cannot really explain that. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, speaking of Olympiad, Laurent, did you guys get your hotel confirmation? No, we didn't. And I, I, will, I will take it uh, for the chicken. It will be the chickens of my week because nobody is complaining openly. I mean, this federation, they don't 
you you don't get as well uh, because we discussed it before. So Germany doesn't know in which hotel they are staying. France do, no, don't know. they keep sending emails, but they don't get France any. Don't know, and nobody is complaining publicly. Which I mean, Peter would do instantly. No, I, we're complaining. I didn't. I, I haven't heard about and, this before. Um, I mean, okay, it's very annoying. Like what? Well, it's like uh, we're living in five, six days before we're traveling. No? Yeah, like at some point it would be good to know the hotel. And I heard and some hotels are, qu are quite far, actually, from the playing hall. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just um, uh, very weird. Uh, it's not a good start. Let's let's face it. I mean, let's hope that everything that our Indian friends will uh, will get everything ready on time. But it's uh, it's shaky so far. Yeah, and no, I'm sure we'll be fine. But you just it doesn't feel very reassuring if you don't. Don't know your hotel because it's. I think it's been paid like a month uh, th ago. This has happened. Has happened before. I recall when, when upon arrival, there was some kind of a negotiation and such. Actually, in the do do you think, Laurent, that it's a disadvantage for our federations that we supported Peter Hein Nielsen too much? I I I heard. I mean, your federation is supporting Peter Heiner, while uh, my federation, I think, didn't take any official. Uh, Uh, didn't make any official statement, and I actually interviewed in one of the uh, FIDE candidates' uh, commentaries day uh, the president and of French Federation, and I asked him about FIDE, and he says that probably uh, uh, the French Federation is not going to 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 make any public statement. But he was waiting for uh, actually the websites, I mean, of the candidates, and the programs were not published, so he was of course. Waiting, which made sense. I mean, like waiting for the, the programs before deciding. But he said that it's not clear if they will make an official statement or not. But uh, they will see. Mm -hmm. No, there's actually many some who doesn't want to make a statement, and that I think it's a bit of a pity. It would be better if uh, countries sort of stood, uh, came forward at least. Uh, Well, from our perspective, that uh, well, if you want to make changes happen, you have to sort of uh, have the courage to to actually stand by it, rather than not. I mean, of course, some are arguing that it could have some effects on you, but that's why I think, especially the big federations should should stand uh, well, stand up like the Germans and say, no, we're actually supporting. But, uh, actually, I mean, to be to be fair, the campaign started uh, very late, and some and some of the candidates uh, are they planning to? I mean, like quietly and. Uh, shape of they are not planning to get to website I guess it's too late already yeah I mean they don't have a website I mean the election is in like three weeks yeah two, two and a half weeks, weeks yes, so I, I mean that would yeah. be a bit weird uh, it's not an unre you have a reasonable point there that uh, it also ideally the website should be up uh, before elections <laughs> well we have the same problem not but still I mean we haven't been introduced on the feed uh, webpage and uh, Twitter account yet our our me and uh, Boris put a ticket I mean that they did with some of the others early on and say yeah yeah we will do it but well from my perspective we would rather have the introduction before the election well there so was I a think, tweet well, think, where you were first listed as Boris yeah yeah but that was all the four, four teams but the timing was wrong because now someone had a Twitter account no that is a different story but I, my point is that <laughs> my um, point is it's not well, true <laughs> Sorry, you were introduced by the official FIDE Twitter. Account. No, no, you are no, you are wrong. 
we, we have, there has been announced all four tickets are running, but uh, two of the other tickets has been uh, presented individually with pic- pictures of the whole team and Ooh. such. But we would like to have that as well. And we, you know, I mean, there, I think, for a change, you are actually completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, generally, generally, no, Jan is like... only wrong. This time, he's completely wrong. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, 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 one no, question. Whom okay. do you expect to go till... Because we saw many... Um, many times, like some candidates, like Nigel Short last time, didn't go until the the final race. I mean, just withdrew. Did he withdraw uh, last time or not? He withdrew after his. Speech, yeah. yeah. So you think you are expecting people to go till uh, the, the final uh, uh, race, come down, or you are expecting like people like shape off? Or you you are not going to 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 withdraw. That's it's for sure. Yeah, since I could, but shape of Djokovic is not going to. Are you to gonna whistle. give a final? Are you gonna give a final speech at the Olympiad, like to that we come to shift the mood? So we come and cry if you the do. The delegates there will jump on the tables. Oh, captain, my captain! <laughs> I'm not sure that I'm allowed to speak. To be honest, yeah, it's I only the pa- so you are expecting Quatli and shape of to go until the. I don't think I'm allowed to answer this because that could be seen as uh, sort of um, criticizing them in a way. And that I'm you are not allowed to, 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 to criticize your campaign rivals. No, but not 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 in in this way to say that they, I think they're going to withdraw. I mean that that could be seen as really? wrong. Actually, wow. I think at some point we were told that we cannot sort of. Uh, well, we cannot make a, a statement, the three of us, saying that we condemn dogs. Yeah, okay, so I will do it instead of you. Uh, I'm not running for anything. <laughs> so I don't, I, I, I don't think Quatli will go until the end. That He will, he will, uh, he will move to Dvokovic. Um, he, he will make a deal with Dvokovic. Oh, he will try to make a deal with Dvokovic. Or you. Or <laughs> anyone, anyone who yeah, wants to make me. a deal. Yeah, yeah, transparent okay. deal uh, with Tim Peter. I can offer him an angry tweet about Laurent. <laughs> yeah. well, that's more, that's much, <laughs> Let's do that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, this, uh, you are right. I think they have taken some precautions in terms of, for instance, uh, you cannot make changes to the tickets. I mean, earlier, let's say some of the tickets would merge. But, um, for instance, should Bias Pollitz withdraw? Our ticket is out. And uh, the only way I can withdraw is that I either have to die or I have to be seriously ill in some way. And Physically uh, ill or what, mentally ill? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually, yeah, 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 sure. Uh, yeah, you're saying that. Any look at my Twitter account of the Electoral Committee will say, so sure, if I, if no, I phrase I, it differently, yeah. uh, can you, do you think you, there will be four options uh, for delegates the day of the, the voting day? No, I don't, okay. I, I don't think so. You're right. I think there will be two or three. Uh, so that's my, my prediction. But um, but I think we are, I mean, our list is more, I think also there was some public, de- not public debate, but debate with the Nordic countries. And Borkovic was asking if we sort of would be willing to, to work with any president in case we were not elected. And I think we said no. So I think, well, we are basically not trying to go in that direction. But uh, I mean, in principle, uh, I'm allowed to, well, there is also election for vice president candidates. And anyone who loses these elections is allowed to run for it. So that we could do, but... Uh, I don't think we're going to do I that. mean, I, I was hoping to see your name there, uh, Jan, on FIDE vice president candidate. I mean, you are friends too, with everyone. You are friends with Magnus, with Giri, with Peter, with uh, your friends in, in candidates where you had this official dinner. You got your, your spot <laughs> to the official dinner. Uh, you are like, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, just uh, couldn't agree more. Uh, I mean, like, like by all my networking, it's not paying off. Yeah, no Fide vice presidency, no hotel in Chennai. I get nothing. No Fide vice president. I sleep on the streets because I'm too close to Peter. You, you have so many friends uh, everywhere that I think you would kill the game. You you would make. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Fide. You are I'm getting also a hotel in Chennai to compromise. Like um, <laughs> no transparency, no transparency required. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, no, I was yeah, really sure. disappointed. I mean, like, and it's not just that I don't think it's necessary to have transparency in sponsorship deals. I also don't have a general will to be transparent. There's no goodwill here to be transparent whatsoever. <laughs> like, uh, it will all be treated very confidentially. So, uh, what, what about Fide, uh, Peter? Tell us. So, um, yeah, M M Magnus Deadline is supposed to be on. Uh, Uh, on Wednesday, so the day uh, we are recording uh, this episode on Tuesday, 19th of July 2022. Wow, very transparent. So, I, and it's exactly uh, 12.33 uh, uh, yeah. in Paris time. It's, it's I just checked, too, actually. I, ch I checked Twitter two seconds ago. There is no so, news. But so. so, just Sutowski tweeted this morning that he, he didn't give any deadline to, to, to Magnus. She's, I think he... I think he, correct, he corrected some news story where they said it was a deadline and he said it wasn't a deadline. I, I forgot he had some kind of... Uh, Just for context, we're now on the topic, will Magnus play the match? Yeah. Which Peter knows, but he won't tell us. I read an article... Knows is too strong. I mean... Uh, yeah. Okay. I read an yeah. article citing sources close to Carlson. Who are these sources always? It's not Peter. That it's also, not Henrik. Uh, Who are uh, the other cl sources close to Magnus? But they were also close to Chess24. So my first uh, suspicions was you guys. Too. Wasn't me. Yeah. No. Also okay. not close to Carlsen. No. <coughs> Magnus. Stop ghosting. I know that's, that's Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he, I mean, I it, was, it was not a clear deadline from Sutowski from his interview. It's true in a way. But he really gave this uh, July 20th as uh, as it would be nice to have a, a final decision, which uh, I mean felt like as a deadline. I mean to correct people on that is a bit is a bit too much, I think. But as I remember in 2014 there was also these debates about uh, deadlines, and again it was Magnus and the FIDE president and Sutovsky. So Sutovsky he seems to he always appears in this discussion as the as the third guy between the champion and the FIDE president. Well, you also uh, appeared already in 2014. I saw you replying to Sutovsky well, tweets. Well, I was Magnus the second, right? I mean there is some kind of I mean I didn't come out of nowhere. Ah, so you were speaking for for Magnus in these debates, right? No, but that I was sort of, uh, I mean, uh, still, I think I have a natural role. Why, why, why Sutovsky was, was, was uh, speaking on behalf of the uh, ACP? But but Magnus was not a member yeah. of the ACP, I think. So I remember was, I was being asked uh, many times during the, the tank camp if I was a member of ACP. Yeah. Did you did you pay the fee? They were like going around collecting ACP fees. Yeah, but at some point I stopped. I mean, like it. Uh... No, I, I I actually tried to leave, but I didn't get off the list for like five years. Uh -huh. so. You can so check out anytime you want. You <laughs> yeah, but well, you can leave. never leave. No, no. So I was actually trying. So there is no um, no deadline, and Magnus is not going to answer before there is a contact organizer and so on. No, I, I have no idea. I would. Uh, I I honestly don't know. I spoke to him about Sakura. I think it's correct. Actually, I mean, you have to present him with a. Uh, Organizer, Pice Fund. 
and so on. Well, but it's a little tough if he doesn't say that he if he's playing or not, but he's strongly leaning towards not playing, and then say, okay, please give me an organizer, a prize fund of millions, and then I'll say yes or no. Like it's a gray area, no. Like I mean, like if I was an organizer, I would like to know if there's a chance. He's I playing mean, the y- Jan trying to keep his Fide friends is just amazing, actually. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you disagree? Yeah, you but I, I don't. I mean, there is a point. No, I see your point, and yeah, but I don't like to say. I mean, like you understand my point, does that I like to say that? Uh, I, like to I know your point. I'm just <laughs> no, but I mean in general. Uh, It's what we discussed last time. I mean, if there is a 1 million price fund or 10 million price fund, it's not the same. I'm sorry. I mean, for anyone in the, I mean, like, for anyone who is not a billionaire, let's say. I think that it's reasonable. There is some kind of talk. I mean, also, if Magnus is 100% sure I'm not playing, well, he should say it, but he's not retiring. So it makes sense to have some kind of talk, but I assume they have. But, uh, I mean, well... You know, it'll also be strange if Magnus says no, and the next day they announce a hundred, uh, you know, hundred million sponsor, and Magnus have said actually that you should have told me. I think it depends in a way, but uh, I mean, well, generally you should just follow regulations. Is my main point of view. Uh, yeah. And such. So, do you think the bidding should be transparent? Like, should the numbers be announced that potential organizers <laughs> are willing to give? Yeah. Again, I'm getting this impression that you... No, no, he's mocking you. He's mocking you. Sometimes I do. He's Sometimes mocking you. No, no, there is this famous picture of uh, Kortsnoy and Oeuf standing uh, in front of a billboard with five, six different offers. I mean, then you would uh, have cities actually bidding towards uh, hosting these events with uh, public financial... No, but it's funny that uh, course, when we I mean, talk that, FIDE... That, that was back in... Back in the days when uh, FIDE was a sort of transparent and reputed organization. That's under Campomanus, the good old days, right? <laughs> I, I think I said, I said Oeuvre. <laughs> right. I remember under Campomanus there were some debates <laughs> where to have the Larsen matches and there were some public bids. Yes. I mean, well, this one with Kortsnoy is, uh, was with... Uh, well, it could it be that uh, Oeuvre... Uh, sorry, Kortsnoy... Sorry. Uh, Kampomanas won it, but it was definitely Oeuvre who was on the picture making the biddings and such. So, yeah. Um, any, anyway, but generally speaking, yes. I mean, in an ideal world, you have bid for world championship matches. That would be. So, if I'm nice. a sponsor and I want to put up two million, I should also make it public that I put up two million. <sighs> I mean, again, you you try. I mean, to a certain extent, it would be reasonable that there is uh, public uh, bids. I would say yes. I mean, again, it's well. You say sponsor. It could be the host city or something like. I mean, uh, in general, normally when you bid for these sport, big sports events, well, there is an, a list of criteria, which could be not only money, but different things, and, and the people bid. I guess that's the same for, well, I mean, when Paris got the Olympiad for, I mean, for for IOC and such. Right now, Fresh is making some kind of... Uh, I'm really, I'm really... Where, where's the Olympiad in Paris? 2024? I mean, I'm really... Ah, I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming. looking forward to it, please. You have promised I can stay yeah, at your flat. Not actually. the whole time, but you can come at some point. Ah, really? Okay. Uh-huh. okay. Yeah. I see. So, I mean, generally I think, yes, that would be ideal. But, of course, recently, maybe the problem has been to find... I mean, maybe you can stay the whole time if I make it to the to, uh, to few appeal committee. <laughs> <Not> to, <like. laughs> yeah, so, uh, let's, let's see. Yeah. 
No, and should potential organizers should they commit to the match no matter who plays, or would it be reasonable to say, yeah. we give two millions if it's a Magnus Carlsen match? I, I understand the the, the 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 problems and such. I mean, you want me to ask all, all kind of detail. No, that was questions. genuine for a change because I was wondering, yeah. like, how would you approach it as an organizer? It's tricky, no? Mm -hmm. It's a tricky one. I understand that, of course. Uh, I mean, let's say Oslo. It would be strange that Oslo offered a record-breaking prize fund and Magnus said, no, actually, I'm not really going to play uh, and such. So I understand the complications. But I think normally, you know, in a, you know, I would have solved these things in due time with my diplomatic skills. So had we been in charts, we wouldn't be in this situation. But of course, there is a mess to clean up now after Sotovsky. I understand that. But uh, we'll, we'll try and do that step by step. I might not necessarily have meant everything I said here. So that Sotovsky shouldn't sue me, ideally. Wait. Um, <coughs> no. On another matter of Sotovsky, I was told, I mean, someone uh, called me yesterday and asked, uh, of all things, about the feed address code for the Olympiad. And he said that he was confused because uh, some online site says there is a dress code, while Sotovsky's Twitter says no, there is not. He said I recommend, there is. I recommended him so... Uh, okay. You did, okay. But his Twitter said there's not. I'm relying on his Twitter. No. That's I what I said. That's I think it's Twitter. For Fede, no? I, th I think that overrules the regulations, right? He said there is a dress I don't know. Oh, I'm just but I got, some, I got some nice clean white sneakers. I'm expecting to wear them. Yeah, someone asked about white sneakers and it said it's fine. Of course. Exactly. I think maybe to touch because I, I read it again. Print, it says print, no, it for, no, no formal dress code. Yeah, so it's uh, you're probably safe with your sneakers, whatever nice. that is. I'm checking his Twitter now. He said he wrote Tour d'Eiffel. He misspelled it. I should correct him, no? That's very annoying. He misspelled uh, Tour d'Eiffel? Yeah. I mean, like, he said, How? instead of saying Tour Eiffel, he said Tour d'Eiffel. He wrote Tour d'Eiffel. With D, extra D. <laughs> Come on. What's, what's wrong with that? It's just Tour Eiffel? Yeah. It's very odd. Okay. I also would have gone for the D. Really? Yeah. It's not Tour de Shout out. In Germany, we think it's Tour de Fell. No. Uh, just Tour de Fell. Shout out to Wingergaard, by the way. Impressive work. Um, In Germany, we so. call it Eiffelturm. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. Moving on, maybe. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, Akdestein Norwegian Championship. Did Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. He is now the both officially the youngest and the oldest ever to win it. That is quite something, I have to admit. Yeah, um, nice. That you have to respect. And uh, well, again, poor Hammer. He didn't win, but uh, Hammer will. He will. Uh, he will sort of erupt at the Olympiad. That also brings so, us to the next question: yeah. Do you have any hot takes on the Olympiad? Norway, pretty good. Very good. They yeah. Have Magnus, Hammer, Arian Tari, Tar, Johan Sebastian. Who is in great shape, right? Always. He's won like four tournaments in a row, and, I saw on Twitter. Yeah. And Urkedal. And Frodo Urkedal, yeah. who can jump extremely highly. Yeah. I mean, Urkedal is tough. I mean, uh, it's like... Yeah. I think, I think I was the team captain of Norway at some point. He, he got lost. And he said he got into a bad neighborhood and was attacked by two or three different guys. And, uh, well, I asked, so did you run away? He looked at me like I was a complete idiot. He said, no, no, I just... Uh, well. Handled them. I mean, I think he's. Uh, don't yeah. mess you shouldn't, with. You shouldn't mess, me, don't mess with Ogadal. It's just a private advice here. All right. You usual usual things, but uh, I don't know. Aronian seems in great shape. I think USA. Is <laughs> yeah, oh, that is a hot take. <laughs> USA is favorite. Yeah. I saw a big newspaper 
um, or a big headline, I think, in, in an Indian newspaper with Anish also saying that USA is a favorite. Yeah. Like the the yeah. pundits seem to agree that the team that's yeah. <laughs> 90 yeah. points higher rate on average than everybody else is the favorite. Yeah. So nice I hope Hikaru, Hikaru can't mock us. <laughs> yeah, Hikaru. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> Even without Hikaru, oh, they the favorite. So my yeah. personal goal uh, so, for Olympiad uh, for France is to finish ahead of Germany and Netherlands. This is the only goal. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's it. Isn't that very ne negative? Yeah. But you're not the favorite, right? Yeah, Germany of course. Uh, yeah, I mean, Germany is stronger on paper and Netherlands well, as well. So if we finish ahead of these two countries, then we are doing well. Uh-huh. In our planning, finishing ahead of France didn't didn't even it wasn't debated for some reason. Yeah, but let's see. It's a bit random. Okay. Actually, we will make the next episode from there. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oof. Ah, you'll be there. Yeah, I will probably come later. If I Is there gonna be a Barish Polets campaign booth? Well, it's an interesting question. Mm -hmm. Yes, but uh, I mean, well, the rule says that. All the candidates shall have equal amount of space, but the organizers is charging quite an amount for it. So I don't know if uh, shall means that it has to be provided for, or that just shall give the option to. So, so you I, want I free know. space? Generally speaking, yes. I think that uh, that is reasonable when you have uh, sort of been through the democratic structure to get uh, nominated. Then you should get free space rather than. Uh, You shouldn't sort of drain financial resources of an already e uh, uh, asymmetrical campaign situation. Do you plan to offer some things, champagne, for instance, to visitors? I, I then, uh, well, Do again, you have like backpacks with gifts from your campaign? Go, like a nice I mean, you can Clark, go, in, Nielsen, go, into our, equals go into our GoFund page and deposit some cash wow, you'll get a back, back for your GoFundMe page today on the show. yeah yeah no I mean I'm sorry but uh, we don't have the resources uh, and uh, I think on, on the contrary you should be impressed with how much we can actually have achieved with so little funding I mean uh, so that I think uh, shows some imagine uh, you know if we actually get some some power how we, how we can you know make it from there so, so you're spinning no. it as a positive that you don't have funding I think so, yeah. I mean, we're not using funding our, on ourselves and such. I think also these days, well, to start uh, raising money for, uh, I mean, a Ukrainian, you know, chess ticket is a bit weird when there's actually bigger needs and such. So I think uh, that is maybe not unreasonable that we will have to, to cough up ourselves to, to a certain extent. Hard. But uh, you're right that uh, you shouldn't probably expect a Nielsen Barish Polish backpack uh, and, or maybe you would like a Nielsen watch or something like I that. I would like a Nielsen watch. A transparent watch. Yeah, yeah. I to be fair, like. I actually <laughs> yeah. still have my. I still have a Kiersen T-shirt at home. I have to. Admit. I still have this. So, yeah. I think it's a watch of this Fide plus Love equals Kiersen. Yeah, yeah. Or was it Kiersen plus have... Love equals Fide? I forgot. It was a good slogan. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. But also, do you have his comic book? That one is awesome. I don't well, I mean, this was the very early one where he basically he portrays himself as a, a superhero like Batman. <laughs> I mean, that was. Uh, No, I'm I'm serious. I mean, you see him in, in front of the sort of uh, of Boris Yeltsin, and he comes in and saves everything. No, that that is cool. Well, at I least mean, that one. Batman is the best superhero he could choose, no? Because Batman doesn't have any powers. His main power is that he's very wealthy. Okay, uh, fair enough. Again, that, yeah, that sounds like an accurate comparison. 
Also, if I have to throw in something, I think we have made a protest about that they're using feeder funds for campaigning. By excellent, the way. So excellent. Let's, let's see. Now you even got some. Real Did you have to pay for the protest? No, I don't think so. So uh, I mean, there, there yeah. should be a fee, like for for all your so. protests, like no money, no honey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is a famous Ali Nihat quote from the. I think, your, is it Ali Nihat? Kutin, maybe. I, Ah, it was Kutin, of course. You're right, it was Kutin, of course, of course, yeah. of course. Yes, yes. We're talking about the European Championship in Silivri in probably 2005, something like that. there, yeah. Yeah, it's shocking we have this kind of... Well, also, yeah, it probably has no relevance for anyone, but uh, it's just how chess may have memory that we actually remember some completely unusual information. It's catchy. You need some catchphrases. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, it offended me in terms of that... Uh, in order to play, be, qualify for the World Cup, you have to invest quite a lot of money. You have to go somewhere, pay for a hotel in, in 14 days and such. But you could also just com complain about some regulations and then get a wild card, no? <laughs> well, no. I had to play this event in France, pay for being there for 14 days, then got uh, completely stuffed because um, of bad regulations, and then complain. But it was a lovely no, place, though. Not just... It was nice. Ah, that's too I also didn't qualify. No, I think I had to win last round and I drew some guy. It was, yeah, yeah. It was very sad. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, but I should also have I didn't won get a qualified, qualified, but I should have complained. I, I, you should have complained. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you should also have. Well, you should have something to bag it up with. I mean, that's the point. So, I, I there. I guarantee you, I was right, and I'm very happy that uh, people like uh, Ken Thompson and uh, another famous mathematician from I forgot. Uh, Which country was some of the uh, former Yugoslavian countries? I, I've forgotten my apologies. Maybe Macedonia. But they were backing me up. But anyway, uh, again, we can have a special episode where I just complain about all my complaints. <laughs> yeah, we should have a, a top <laughs> yeah, 10 yeah. Nielsen complaints uh, issued to <laughs> that, is, that, is, that, that, is, that is true. That is true. Um, anyway, this episode is not really going anywhere. But you we have saying questions that. I think it's our best episode yet. Okay. <coughs> Good, fair enough. Octopus Knight is saying, "Does fresine like any non-French food?" You think that's funny? Yeah, no, yeah. You, you like this? You, you skip just couple well, of I'm questions. Just reading out the questions. No, you skipped uh, two questions, but they're very long and they're like, uh, okay, we can get to those two. <laughs> Let's get to the. Why well, that one is very interesting? I think. Yeah? <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think, I think rather, do you think? Do you think that? Non-French food is actually food. So no, but actually no, like actually pizza. I mean like people are expecting me to answer, but actually Jan is much more uh, passionate about what I'm eating uh, daily than myself because I don't. I mean like I don't take. I mean you. I have to eat, so I mean I'm not. Most of the time I don't have any pleasure. You don't eat for pleasure. No. You eat for survival. Exactly. So please. So uh, what do you eat on a regular day? Let me guess. Normally you would get up around, I don't know, 11.30, like if you don't have <laughs> no, your kids. No. Um, so you get some coffee first. I would think you don't get any food. That's true. And so. then it's unclear. I don't think you actually have Pamplo in the house normally. And I don't think you leave the house to get Pamplo. So I don't think you have breakfast. I think you get hungry at some point around 2, let's say. <laughs> and you... You meet someone, you try to arrange that you can meet someone for, for lunch in some, some restaurant next to your house. <laughs> then you eat, then you go back, I don't know what you do all day. 
Probably not much. Then you probably you sit in front of the TV, you watch some Macron debate. Macron saying, "Don't worry, guys, I fixed the world." <laughs> and you you order some food, unless you you have like a date to go out. But normally, I would guess you order food in the evening. And then I don't know. Maybe you have some some stuff in your fridge, but rarely. I don't think there's regularly something in there. But if you get hungry late at night, you maybe have some fromage or something. Is that more or less accurate? This is incredibly accurate. I mean, this is just. I mean, I think you are filming filming me. Yeah? No, I know. I know your life. I'm studying your your patterns. Okay. Now, but okay, this is a bit. Of course, you overdid it, but yeah, it's not it's not completely. Yeah. Where did I overdo it? Like so, the time, of course, when I wake up, the time when I have lunch. Uh, what time do you normally wake up when your kids are around? Ten, ten thirty. Ah, okay, yeah. okay, ten thirty. I said eleven thirty. Apologies. Yeah, ten. <laughs> and what time do you normally have lunch then? <laughs> now, I mean, like I should, I should now. I start to. I want to have some food, as you said. So I want to meet someone and <laughs> a restaurant, preferably close to my place. Yeah, that's that's better. <laughs> uh, and uh, and get some food. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you you you. All right. Good. I'm going to no, but I'm yeah. I like Japanese Thai, thai food. So many many different Ooh. stuff. But thank you, thank you for your questions. It's interesting, you, you like you like Thai food because we spend so much time in Thailand, and we would always go to French restaurants. If that no, was. but uh, sometimes no. Yeah. I think actually that that's not true. Actually, it is, it is quite a it's quite a difference that French people they like to drag people along to French restaurants. When I, for instance, when I'm with Gusti in Germany, I cannot imagine you have taken yeah, to a German there's restaurant. There's a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, are you are you stereotyping, Laurent? You normally you're not happy when people uh, make broad. No, but okay. I mean, in general, people. French restaurants are better than German restaurants. What can I say? French cuisine is more, uh, let's say, uh, <laughs> I mean, like it's more famous than, than German cuisine. If I, I mean, I'm sorry to. I know that most of our listeners are you, are you sorry, are your fans, really? and they would be probably very upset with me. But no, but you're more you're more proud of your cuisine. I mean, also I've been in in Norway. They wouldn't necessarily take me to a Norwegian restaurant and things like that. So, so no, of course, because but I think it's a problem. I actually dislike it that in Germany and also in the Netherlands and maybe to some extent Scandinavia, we really don't eat for pleasure. Like we people just think, okay, let let me get some bread with cheese and I'll be fine. Well, you don't think that's a chess player problem? I mean, that we eat out so much and we do it before our round, so we are stressed and nervous. And no. uh, I think chess players are more for pleasure than really average, because okay. usually after the game, that's your treat of the day. You go for a nice dinner Maybe. to some extent. You try to find a nice restaurant. I, I just remember some uh, some Bundesliga game in, in in Germany, and we we sort of had lunch before the round, and Solingen team was all there, also there. There was some kind of. Uh, very meat-based restaurant, and they come with you know, okay, free free drinks to everybody. We said no, no, no. We just want to have our food as quickly as possible, nothing else and such. While others actually go there for experience, we just, as you said, we just want to eat as quickly as possible. I don't have lunch okay. usually before Bundesliga games. No, but no, that's also that's why we stopped having it basically. Because, but the uh, dinner, I think, it's always meant for for pleasure. <laughs> really, I thought that. Could... Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, all yeah. likes yeah. non-French food. So what's your favorite Japanese Thai pizza? You also like Japanese, no? Japanese, Japanese, Japanese most like sushi. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sashimi. Do you order sushi? sushi? Of course. 
Okay. We didn't when you came? I so, can't remember. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. Ah, next time I will yeah, take you okay. to... Anyway, there is a serious question here, but also demeans our role a bit. It says, if a second... If a second's job is mostly about generating computer analysis of opening variations, why are the top guys so secretive about who they work with? Other than the psychological feeling of, I got a secret weapon, is there any real practical benefit? In the old days, when people tended to specialize in specific openings, it kind of made more sense to keep secrets who your helpers were. Otherwise, you have been giving the opposition helpful information. Now, though, does it matter who pushes the space bar? No, I think it does actually. Like, let's say, uh, before the 2018 uh, match, it's clear that we didn't want that Dubov uh, would be seen because he was clearly an expert on, on Shreshnikov. And actually, we were planning and uh, to play Shreshnikov. I mean, we did play the Shreshnikov and slash slash Rosolimo. I mean, Magnus played, but uh, so we clearly didn't want uh, Dubov to be seen because. You actually, you, you went out of your way not to use the example in the chat where they said that we were hiding Gustafsson because of his expertise on the Marshall in 2016. You actually came up with a different explanation. Oh, fair enough. Uh, That's true but, as well, yeah. No, yeah, no, I course, generally, course, course, no, I thought yeah, about this because it was the most, uh, let's say, uh, clear example. And, and, and pretty, it was pretty close to getting revealed, no? Like when... No, but also, yeah, it was cl- and he was close to getting revealed because he, he was filmed in some video which was published and uh, we unpublished it. I mean, we asked to unpublish it and they didn't see it, so... But people saw it, no? Like uh, Maxime saw it, uh, like people that are on Twitter. Yeah. Like, boom, they spotted it. <clears throat> so anyway to answer the question i think it's a yes and no situation if it doesn't matter who pushes the button people still have specialties and specialist knowledge in some fields even if it just means they push the button there more in the past also nowadays that engines are so strong usually I hope I'm not revealing any big secrets here, but usually every line will be equal in the end. And then it becomes more important to choose, like, where do you go with white or is this sort of equal, acceptable with black or not? So I do think that even though it might have changed, it's not so much about finding the truth, but it's about finding good practical choices that there is still some human element very much in it. I, I agree. I think spacebar pushing is a refined skill. It's not just something that you can uh, do. Uh, well, you can, but uh, no, it, it takes some. There is some amount of skill in it, at least. Well, I think we have to say <laughs> we have that. To say that. <laughs> I cannot. I mean, I would really love to disagree with you, Peter, but I mean, I have to agree. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. not in your interest. No, no, I think sorry. I mean, it's a nice, nice try, JJ, uh, to get ourselves to completely crush. Uh, but uh, no, no, we actually we're trying to. Yeah, we are to uh, well to lose our jobs. We are waiting for Peter to to become any deputy president, and then then, <laughs> well, then it's okay. We are safe. Yeah, let's see. That's true. Uh, okay, somehow we are getting towards the end. Um, chickens of the week is a recurring theme. Uh, I don't know if anyone has yeah, a, a suggestion. I do, as always. Okay. Uh, oh. No, I mean, these federations in general, I mean, people who are not complaining openly about, I mean, you didn't hear about it that nobody, I mean, like one week before the Chennai Rampion, nobody knows where uh, where we are staying. So, I mean, like, you know, I think if you complain 
publicly, some it will be faster to to resolve the situation. I mean, they won't probably won't like it. I mean, it's a election period, so uh, yeah, I don't think it's uh, it's normal, and people should, should should just openly complain. I mean, you just now I just received a message from a federation. Uh, they say we don't have uh, we don't have the hotel. I mean, okay, I mean, like so. I'm supposed to complain to my federation or to Fide or to Sutovsky directly. I don't know. I mean, like, uh, no, they, they should be more, um, more, uh, let's say, a bit more aggressive so in a way. The chicken? It's it's people not complaining. Or who's yes, the they should be more aggressive in a way. I mean, they don't want to complain probably because you, then you end up in the shitty hotel and you don't want Dvorkovic to be to be annoyed at you. I mean, I don't know. It's a bit weird. So I think you're basically. You're telling me Give I'm going to get a very bad it. hotel. Yeah. Maybe, okay. maybe we... No. Well, you would like... You're paying yourself. You can go wherever yeah. you want. <laughs> that is true. Then again, also but, but, German Federation, or I guess all the federations are paying themselves, right? Just if you go through the official system, yeah, you yeah. get assigned... I thought in the old days there were like grooming people based on the, the recent results. And actually, we were wondering uh, which results are they taking? 2018 or this online Olympiad? I mean, it's tricky, actually. Tricky topic. Which one are you taking? You should know. You should know the right guys. Lord. I remember I was very I, unhappy in 2008 when we had the Olympian Dresden and we didn't get the hotel that everybody wanted to stay in as the hosts. Yeah. But we did get a hotel. So please, Fide, Indian organizers, let us know where we're staying. We would like to know so we can prepare mentally for where we are staying, right? So you want to be able to Google your hotel, have an idea how you get to the. Or just hall. complain. Also, it affects planning. Like if you have like an hour on the bus back and forth every day, you have to prepare mm -hmm. differently than if you are in the official venue. Like so, it's very important information. No, but I do expect that the hotel will be far actually, because I don't see a reason why not to to give it. Uh, unless you don't want to give time to people to in order to complain, that's it. So I no, I saw the Dutch hotel. It's like a 30 minute drive from there. And if it's 30 minutes, you have to be there to make it through security at least 20 minutes in advance. So you're easily leaving an hour before the game. So, but how do they know their hotel? Why well, we don't know? I don't know. Maybe they're more connected than us. What? Either way, we would like to know. Yeah. Okay. Well, so basically. Laurent has mentioned, if not the whole world, and the whole chess world has changed yeah. today, right? Fair so, enough. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You're not... That covers everybody. Peter, do you want to single out uh, a specific No, thing? no, I think, I think uh, no, that will be sort of double attack. We'll just, uh, we'll go for the whole world this time. <laughs> All right. The world is enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, see you guys in Chennai then, okay? Oh, you're coming. Uh, well, I mean, I meant sort of... See you in the sense that we will be in touch next time that you are in Chennai. So you're not coming like that. I I don't know. Is the answer? I think so, but let's see if I get. I mean, it doesn't all depend on me. I have to get visa. I have to get tickets. This kind of stuff. Visa is easy. One day. All right. Yeah, visa we managed. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Good. Good. Okay. Take good care. Thanks. Bye. Bye. -bye.